Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody out there in podcast land. You are in tune to another episode of Intrinsic Motivation. This is Hamza. And I am David. And today, folks, oh my goodness, I'm super excited about our guest today. We're going to talk about discovering your innate ability to command consciousness. And I know a lot of people will get a lot out of this, this call that we have today. Many people look outside themselves. And I believe that our wonderful guest of the website Divine Within will teach us how we can look internally to get some of the answers that we all that we're accustomed to looking outside of ourselves. Uh, we can kind of find that path to uh, least resistance, if you will. And then <laughs> her tagline on her emails is that the law of attraction is bull, sugar, honey, iced tea. So I really love that. I love it to death, and I want to know more about it. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Carrie Cannon to the podcast. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you so much, Hamza and Davis. I'm really, really excited to be here. It's really an honor and a pleasure, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being with us. Yeah, glad you could make it. I guess first and foremost, you know, a lot of people that we talk to, uh, they come through, I think, the beginning for a lot of a lot of travel or inner journey is through law of attraction mm-hmm. and then the enter you kind of obliterate that so i guess we yeah. can start with that <laughs> so there's i mean there are a lot of good things with the law of attraction um really the work that i do is so about 20 years ago i discovered the law of attraction before i even knew what it was and i started teaching it and i realized that i needed to change my mindset in order to change my life. But then as I've grown, um, I realized that, actually I think it was more than 20 years, um, I realized that um, it's not mindset, it's more perspective. So um, in that time, uh, like I had multiple experiences where I've experienced miracles and I felt like there had to be a simpler way rather than doing 10,000 affirmations and like, you know, efforting at trying to keep a positive mindset and, you know, all of this. And there's a lot of, honestly, there's a lot of blame to people in like the law of attraction world and things like that. Like, oh, well, what's your mindset? Why are you attracting this? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, you know, like I've experienced that along my journey. Like people would be like, well, you know, why are you going through this divorce and all that? It must be your mindset. You must be attracting it to yourself, which is really BS. And um, the, the problem is, um, you know, there's a lot of this um, shaming that goes on in the spiritual community, um, and people, like, sort of get up on their self-righteous high horse. And honestly, it really has nothing to do with mindset. Um, real power and real command of your life um, really has nothing to do with mindset. It has to do with self-realization. And um, self-realization is the realization that you are your life. You are consciousness. There is no separation between your life and yourself. And in fact, there's no separation between anything in your life, including all of the people, all of the circumstances, every thought, every deed, every word, every emotion that you express, that you hear, and anything else, any idea that you think of, anything that you can possibly fathom, and even the things that you can't fathom are all you. And it, it elevates, my work sort of elevates the perspective, not the mindset. And then from that perspective, from claiming that 
that I am all of consciousness. Consciousness lives through me. I do not have a separate consciousness or um, I don't live a life. Life lives me. And when you can come from that perspective, anything is possible. Anything is possible because you know that you are all of it. So you're not trying to attract to yourself anything because there's nothing outside of you. I love it. I love yeah. it to death. <laughs> I, I guess the first question to that, though, is uh, you you said 20 years, so you had to come to that self-realization. Yeah. Do, would you look at law of attraction more of a training wheels? Because if I'm used to 3D, there has to be baby steps before I come to your conclusion yes. you so eloquently highlighted. Yes, but I don't think everybody has to go through 20 years. Um, Absolutely. Really, it's, a, it's a tiny shift in perspective. It's a tiny, tiny shift in perspective that can be taught, that can be trained, just like anything else. So like you said, it's training wheels. So what my work does is it helps people learn to take off the training wheels and really step into their full power. Um, and, you know, it, it requires training, like learning how to ride a bike. It requires training. And... Um, you know, it requires um, someone who can look at you and course correct or a group of people that can look at you and course correct. And honestly, Hamza, I was very, very blessed. I had a spiritual teacher that I worked with for like five years who every time I was like, oh, I had this breakthrough and I am this and I am that. And he was like, no, Carrie, you're not, or not that you, or like I was saying, I'm attracting this and I'm attracting that and I can do this. And he was like, no, 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 that, no, that's all BS. You are that. You, you're not attracting, you know, squat. You are that. And he would keep bringing me back. And I, you know, I sort of veer to the left and he'd pull me back. And I, I'd veer to the right and he'd pull me back. And I'd kind of shake around and he'd like hold me still. And, you know, that's um, for me what it required. But he, he wasn't, um, he was a very quiet guy. Um, and he, he had a different perspective. And one of my gifts is that I'm a great communicator. And I can frame things for people in ways that they understand. Um, and, you know, what seems like, oh, enlightenment is really just a shift in perspective. It's just a shift in perspective. And um, people that work with me are able to shift into that perspective because it's not a big deal. It, it, it doesn't have to be a big deal. And we make some big giant effing deal out of it so (laughs) she doesn't sound passionate about it at all does she david no not at all (laughs) i'm a little disappointed there (laughs) so carrie what you you mentioned like 20 years you said 20 years ago you started having some experience what were some of those experiences that you were having so, first of all, um, I'll just kind of give you the, the sort of quick and dirty of my spiritual journey. So, um, about 20 years ago, I, um, I, you know, like many people, I, you know, got Reiki achievements, and I, I got, I really started to dive into, you know, my spirituality, like getting Reiki achievements and, you know, reading spiritual books and blah, 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 getting into the health stuff and all that, and the healing thing. And, um what happened was I, I had a realization. So I, I, got, I, was, I got married or I was getting married, and um, my now ex-husband said, why don't you figure out what you really want to do and, you know, do that? Because he was making like six times what I was making. 
And I was like, wow, what an awesome gift. If I can do whatever I want to do, I'm going to figure out my life purpose. And I had been a student of A Course in Miracles, and I was like, okay. Um, so I read this article, and this is back during the times of the Internet in, like, 1998 when, um, you know, the Internet was not what it is now. And I came across this article by a man named John Snodgrass, and it said, in his article, he said, your special function according to A Course in Miracles is whatever you perceive to be the reality of your own guilt, sin, or victimization is the exact opposite of, um, or is, is your special function. So whatever is missing is your gift. Your weakness is your strength. And your special dysfunction is your special function. And I was like, all right, well, what's my special dysfunction? And being a Western woman, I've always had body image issues. So I was like, I'm fat. And I was like, nope, that's not it. And I was like, I don't like myself. And I was like, nope. That's not it either. I don't love myself. And when I had that thought, I started jumping around my living room, thanking everybody who had ever hurt me, because I realized that they provided me with a context to understand the content of my thinking. And I was like, wow, all I need to do is change my thinking, and then my life will change. And so that's where my law of attraction beginning started. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I'm plodding along my little path. And um, in 2004, I... Um, I went on this spiritual retreat program with Unity Village um, in Lee's Summit, Missouri. And um, it was a really intense week, and I took um, four classes, and each class was two hours. And then prior to the classes, there was like some hour-long prayer thing in the morning or half an hour or something like that. So it was like eight and a half hours of like, deep spiritual intense study for this five days that I was there. And on day, on Wednesday, um, we were going to, in one of my classes, I had an instructor who taught two of them. One was um, the Old Testament and the other one was Jesus' teaching. And um, she was wearing a splint on her hand on Wednesday and on Tuesday, but she was not on Monday. And somebody asked her about the splint, and she said, oh, I got into a car accident about 10 years ago, and, you know, every once in a while my hand hurts, and, you know, I wear my splint. And um, so on Wednesday, we were going through, in the um, Jesus' teaching class, we were going through the miracles. And um, so miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle, it was like this guy had a, a message to his madness. So he would go into meditation. My perception is he would, you know, uh, remind himself of who he was. Then, and he would ask himself a question, like, can I do this? And, you know, he would, he would come out with this knowing of who he was and his power. And then um, he would do his little charismatic, you know, magician thing, like, you know, poking his finger and ears, spitting on tongues, rubbing mud in people's eyes and all that jazz. And then people thought that that action was the miracle. But it wasn't. The miracle was the knowing. The miracle was knowing who he was, knowing the truth of his nature, and being able to perform that based on that knowing. And um, after the first hour of this class, we took a break, and I, was, and I knew, I knew that we could do anything that he could do. And I was like, okay, is there anything I can do to help our, my instructor heal her hand? And I got a yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So what do I have to do? And I got just no. And I was like, really, just no? And I get just no. So I walked back in. I held her hand, I looked her in the eye, and I said, I don't know how, I just know that your hand is healed. 
And then somebody walked in two minutes, like two seconds later and said, hey, your hand is smelled already. And um, the next day, guess what? She didn't wear her splint. And she said, you know what? This morning I woke up and my hand felt better than it has in 10 years. And I was like, hmm, that's very interesting. So then throughout the year she would send out little emails. And um, after one of the emails, I, I was really curious. I was like, hey, you know, remember when, when I did that little healing? Like, did it stick? You know, are you still healed? Like, what's going on there? And she said, wow, you know, I forgot about that. And, yeah, I like, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with my hand. It's fine. I'm fine. So I was like, ah, and that was my touchstone. So I knew from that moment that we all have within us the power to do whatever we want. And I call it command consciousness. And people have, like, buttons around the word command, so I like to use it even more. Um, because, you know, I have a pretty... Uh, fluid command of the English language. But when I say command consciousness, people are like, oh, you know, you, you sound like a you know, four-year-old demanding things. And it's like, no, no, no. There's a difference between demanding and commanding. Like you, command, you have a command of the language, that your native language, and you have command over the things that you're good at. Um, but why is commanding consciousness, uh, you know, a, a, a dirty word? So anyway, I like to use it because of that, because people have buttons. Um, but really, it showed me that we can all do this. And so for 10 years after that, I was trying to figure out how I got back to that consciousness in that room and ha- figure out how, how did I do that. And then in 2014, I had an experience that showed me that, um, you know, it, it kind of gave me the missing piece because I had been working on it. I did this thing called Five Piece of Conscious Creation, and I would worked with EFT and, like, all these other modalities. And then I had an experience um, that showed me that uh, gave me the missing piece, and um, I, I realized that I could do it. And I can go into that unless you want have a question before I dive into that whole story because I can keep talking. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the story, and I love how you explained the difference between demand and command. I did have some questions with that, but I also like the flow that you're going through, so I really don't right. want to break it. Okay. All right, so um, so what happened was I was, and, you know, honestly, like, we bring into people the people, we bring into our lives the people who will uh, force us to grow. So, um, again, my ex-husband, he's like the greatest gift, um, you know, but he shows up in many different ways. Um, so he was, we had been on like our, I don't know, fifth, sixth, I think our fifth custody battle. So he did, my ex-husband did everything that he could to try and destroy my relationship with my children and with, with my financial well-being. He, he just did everything he could to try and destroy me. And um, I am the type of person that, you know, I'm very spiritually oriented, so I would meditate and go in and I'd like, you know, try and, try and take the high ground sometimes and just, um, and some people would say that I was a pushover because I didn't want to, I, I felt like the universe was trying to show me something and I didn't want to, fight against the universe, but really my ex-husband kind of is not the kind of type, type of person who will grow. You know, if I'm like doing Ho'oponopono or something like that, he'll just bowl me over. You know, he'll bulldoze me. Um, and I learned that. Um, but so I was probably in my fifth custody battle and my ex-husband had finally wrangled away primary custody for me because, you know, he would lie. And, you know, the judge is like, okay, the truth has to be somewhere in between what she's telling me and what he's telling me. 
And he was so far, you know, lying that, you know, the judge thought that it had to be somewhere in the middle. So I kept losing more and more and more of my, my uh, ability to parent my children. But then that shifted the following year. But I'm not going to get into that because it's a different part of the story. Um, so I was, um, I was like, okay. And I, I saw that I had this pattern in my life. And it went back to childhood because I grew up in a, a family where my, my dad was like a second-generation restaurant owner. And he was really funny about money and time and like, you know, just weirdness around men and money and controlling relationships. And um, I saw the pattern. I saw that, you know, my, my fear of not having enough money was interfering with my relationship with my children. And it was allowing for my ex-husband to, to sort of control me like that. And I also was trying to get my coaching off the ground. Um, and to supplement that, I was doing web design work. And um, this guy that I was doing web design work for, I was creating these beautiful, like, $5,000 websites. And I was being paid like 1200 bucks per website. And it would take me like a month to put a website together. And so I told the guy that I was doing it for, I was like, listen, you know, I either need to make less elaborate websites or you need to pay me more. And he was like, well, I can go to India and I can find somebody in India who can do it. And, you know, I'm doing you a favor and all of that. So I, was, I felt trapped. But I saw this pattern. So I called Silent Unity and I was like, listen, I see this pattern of money and men and control and all that muckiness, and I want it gone, and I want something better. And um, so, like, she did the prayer, and then, like, 10 minutes later, I came across work that is very similar to what I do now, um, although people have told me that it's more powerful, but I don't know, because I don't experience it really myself. Um, I just do it, you know, because I, I, it comes through me, so I don't get the benefit of actually feeling what other people feel. Um, but... So I came across this, this woman who does very similar work to, to what I do, and um, I listened to a, what I now call a consciousness alignment. She doesn't call it that. And I have this sense of infinite peace and um, patience around money. And at the same time, um, my ex-husband had just, you know, wielded, he had just taken primary custody from me, so I wasn't going to be getting, be getting any more child support. And uh, I decided to fire this abusive client. And um, so there I was. I had one source of income coming in, which was to do audio editing for this woman who does podcasts. Um, she's like a, has a, a healing podcast thing. And um, so one of the audios that I edited was of this guy who does like this really cool like um, light healing therapy, and I wanted to have him on my show because I was doing my World Awakens talk radio at the time and um so you know i was she, she anyway this woman did this thing and i was in this uh place of infinite peace and and patience and um i let go of all those other sources of income except for the audio editing and i kept sitting on my couch and asking is there anything that i can do to create a source of income in my life now and i kept getting just wait and like five minutes would pass. And I'd be like, is there anything I could do now to create a source of income in my life? Because I didn't want to miss an opportunity, right? And I kept getting, just wait. And then for like two and a half weeks, it was like, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. So I waited. I sat around on my couch for two weeks. And all I had coming in was $250 a month at that point from this audio editing, which is nothing to live on. 
I don't care what country you live in. It's not <laughs> so. Um, so here I was. I was, and I'm sitting on my couch in this this state of infinite peace and patience. And I was like, well, if you can go away that quickly, it can come in just as quickly. So this guy who I I had um, edited his interview for her, I was like. Um, Oh, I want to have him on my show. So he wanted to do a pre-interview interview, and I wasn't—I didn't have anything going on. I was sitting on my couch, so I was like, "Okay, cool, let's do that." So, um, so I'm talking to him, and he asked me how many people I knew, like the woman who I had done, was doing the audio editing for. And I'm like, "I don't know, hundreds. Those are my people." And he was like, "Well, if you could hook me up with an interview, you know, with interviews with people like her, I'll pay you five hundred dollars a pop." And I was like, "Oh." Well, that's interesting. How many do you want? And he was like, as many as you can get. So I was able to get him like 10 a week. And I'll let you guys do the math. And uh, <laughs> that lasted for a couple months. And, and then, you know, some weird stuff kind of started happening, and I, I kind of let that go. And, um, but anyway, it showed me that I could go from zero to like $20,000 a month in, you know, two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, like I guess $250 a month to $20,000 a month in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, there's something here. And during that time, I was like, okay, what did that woman do? The woman that I heard that thing that does, like, the thing that I do now, what did she do? And I saw that on her website she was charging $1,000 an hour, which I could afford. And I was like, well, I have other stuff I want to let go of. You know, I want to get in touch with her. I want to, you know, I want to work with her. And, mm-hmm. um, even though she was charging $1,000 an hour, she was inaccessible. Like, I couldn't, I, I emailed her. I, you know, tried to do, like, just set up a PayPal, you know, like, send her money so that she would, you know, uh, schedule an appointment. I, I tried all different ways to get in touch with her, and I couldn't. And then I went and I listened to her um, audios. And people would ask her, how do you do it? Like, what are you doing? And I don't know if she doesn't know what she was really doing or maybe she's not a good communicator or if she was just being afraid that other people would, you know, encroach on her, you know, bank account or what it was. But she kept telling people, oh, no, I'm the only one to get You can't do it. You know, I, I can tell you what I'm doing, but you can't do it. And I knew that that was a proper fact. So um, because I had healed somebody's hand and I had been looking for this answer. So I was like, all right. Well, that's a tough crap. So I'm going to just, you know, knowing where I, being where I am, knowing what I know, all of the spiritual growth that I've done, you know, so I meditated on it. I was like, how do I do this? And um, I just, you know, I was just sort of sent, I, I started practicing, um, you know, this, this work from the perspective of consciousness that I come from. And, um, and I just allowed myself to be in that same state of letting go when I facilitated the miracle with the hand and allowed myself to get out of the way from that higher consciousness, from the higher perspective, asking the greater consciousness that I am, knowing that I am all of life, to facilitate different things on behalf of people. And I started asking for guinea pigs. And all my friends were like, oh, 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 pick me, pick me, pick me. So... My favorite story, and I tell it all the time, it's one of the first stories, like one of the first things that I came across. And since then there have been others, but this is a twofer, and it's a really big twofer. So that's why I love it. So um, one of the people who um, 
was asking me to, you know, do this for her uh, was a collaborating author for a book project that I was involved with. And um, she said, I want two things. I want to heal the relationship with my daughter, and I want for our book to be a bestseller. And so I asked her about what was going on with her daughter, and she said that her daughter, you know, had just turned 18, and she was graduating from high school, and she had a shopping habit, and that she told her daughter, listen, I can't support your lifestyle. You either need to go on welfare or you need to get a job. And so, and this is in Australia, so it's called the dole there. It's not welfare, it's the dole. And um, so um, her daughter decided to go on the dole. And um, so now her daughter could buy all the clothes that she wanted, but she was, you know, being a teenager. She was sitting around the house doing nothing, not contributing, and, you know, she could afford the clothes that she wanted, but she was driving her mother crazy. So um, she... So I said, okay, so it sounds like you actually have a good relationship with your daughter, but um, the kid needs to find some meaning in her life. She needs to find something to do with her time. She needs, you know, she needs to get a job. And um, I said, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to ask that she finds her dream job, dream job, 18-year-old dream job, with no particular effort on her part. Like, she doesn't have to look for it. She it'll just land in her lap. And then she's going to be so happy and she's going to feel so great about herself that it's going to spill over into her relationship with you, and then that's going to heal your relationship. How does that sound? And she was like, well, that sounds great to me. And I was like, great. So we did that. I did a consciousness alignment exactly, asking for exactly that. And then with the book, I was like, well, that's great that you want it to be a bestseller, but how about we ask for a number one international bestseller? She was like, can we do that? I was like, we can ask. So um, that's what I did. I did a consciousness alignment for uh, her relationship with her daughter and for that exact thing to happen and also for our book to become number one, um, an international, number one international bestseller. So about three weeks, maybe two and a half, who knows, who cares, um, she called me and we were going to talk about the book and she said, oh, I need to tell you what happened with my daughter. So she was in her favorite shop, in her favorite boutique, actually was the word that she used, spending her checks, and the shop owner approached her and asked her if she would be interested in modeling for their internet and print presence. She would make money, she would get a discount on clothes, and if she wanted to start a modeling portfolio, she could do that as well. So, boom. Dream job, 18-year-old, there we go. And she was so happy about herself that it spilled over into her relationship with her mom. Then the other one took a little longer because we had editing to do and rewrites and, you know, whatever. Um, but on American Thanksgiving 2015, our book went to number one in the United States, Australia, Canada, the U.K., and the Netherlands. So this stuff really works. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's, so. It's really interesting just listening to you talk, Carrie, because – you know, I'm thinking on, on one side of the brain is let go, let God. And on the other side is thy will be, what is it? Thine will, thy not will my be will be done, right? Okay. And so okay. it's like you're kind of, but then in the middle, it's command consciousness. So there seems to be a balance in the perspective of how you look at it. Could you explain mm-hmm. how that works? Yes. So and I don't know if this is intrinsic to me or if it's um, 
so I feel like when somebody is presented with a problem, um, that there's a higher way of looking at it, you know, not just, oh, heal, like, heal, heal my relationship with my daughter. Well, there's more to it. Like, what's going on there? And um, my perception is, and this is the, the field that I work from, you know, the field meaning the infinite field of possibilities that I work from. Um, so I will normally ask somebody, um, what is your, not normally, sometimes, but if I'm doing like a group thing, I'll just allow it to flow through. But if I'm asking somebody what, you know, if I can help them, a lot of times it's, you know, what is your highest idea of the outcome for this, you know, whatever's going on here? And they'll give me, they'll give me that idea. And from my perspective, the, um, if, whenever you have an idea of something that, you know, you would like to have happen in your life or something that you believe could happen or a, a best uh, scenario, no thought comes to you that is not available to you. So every thought that exists in all of consciousness that you have access to is a possibility. So... Um, from my perspective, from this perspective, um, if somebody has a thought of a greater idea, that idea is already there. Like if you, if you are, if that idea is flowing through you and is presented to you, it's the universe saying, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? Hey, how would you like this? Hey, how would you like that? And a lot of times we'll be like, no, I'm unworthy. I can't do that. My father told me that I'm a worthless piece of crap. You know, whatever. And, like, here are all these ideas that are coming to you. And all you have to do is say yes. That's all you have to do is say yes. And the universe will deliver. But we're so stuck in our stupid stories that we can't allow the universe to deliver. And so that's what I do. I actually just bypass all that crap, and I deliver. I just, I'll command it in. And when somebody's listening to me speak and do my thing, um, I'm acting from the higher consciousness. So honestly, like with um, my, my friend's daughter, when I do this stuff, it happens naturally. It's like, oh, my goodness, what an amazing coincidence. And what happens is, like, uh, we have certain doors that we normally walk through, you know, in life. Like, we'll go through this door. We'll, we'll go through this door, and it'll be called a new job. And then we'll be at that job for a while. We'll be like, holy crap, this is the same job that I had last time. And then we'll quit that job and go through another door and think that it's a new thing. And it's like, holy crap, this is the same job that I had last time and the time before that. And, you know, it might be slow growth um, or slow progress. And that's what happens at the personality level. It's because most of these things, like law of attraction work and all of that crap, is all from the personality level. Like we're trying to shift things from the same level that created it. And what you need to do is you need to ramp yourself up. You need to up your game. You need to, you know, allow yourself to be more powerful. And you need to allow yourself to say, yes, God lives through me. I am not separate from God. I am not separate from divinity. I am not separate from consciousness. It lives through me. It is me, in fact. And you have to say, you know, screw you to everybody who says, oh, you know, you can't say that. And it's just like, well, why not? Because if a tree is God, and if a lake is God, and if the stars are God, and if the nebula are God, why, why am I excluded? You know, what makes me so special that I think I'm separate? So you just need to claim that. And unfortunately, on our planet Earth, we've, it's been trained out of us, you know, 
So um, it, you, you need to train yourself back in. So, but what I do is I work from that higher level. So when things happen in people's lives, like with my, my friend's daughter, she didn't try to, she wasn't trying to get a job. She was trying to look pretty, you know, and then the dream job landed in her lap. So, and it happens with, with stuff like that all the time. So I have a, a person that I'm working with who was like, you know, I want my relationship with my husband to, to be healed. And, you know, he's, like things got really bad, and I, I just can't feel love for him. And she was struggling with that. And so I did a consciousness alignment to help her release that and accept him as he was and accept her as she was. And then all of a sudden, she, gave, she let go of her attachment to how he showed up. And guess what? He started contributing. He started being helpful. He started, you know, telling her that he appreciates her. And all because I brought in something that she wasn't expecting. Because a lot of times people have some expectation that this is how it's supposed to look. And then me, when I'm listening to it, I'll be like, okay, so I can hear that they have an attachment to this. So a lot of what I do in my work is I, I help people let go of those attachments so that things can come in naturally. And um, when, like when they're looking over here at this attachment to how something should show up, it kind of sneaks in the back door and shows up in a different way. So that they're like, holy crap, here's my miracle. I was expecting to be hit over the head with a cosmic two-by-four or the man of my dreams to land in my bed. But, hey, here he is here. I've been working with him for five years. You know? <laughs> so, anyway, that's how it shows up. I love it. You mentioned the personality self, and so I, I wanted to ask you about different frequencies and such that, like, when you, you talked about law of attraction or, or any people doing different modalities, when they first get into it, they're like you, like you just so eloquently highlighted, they uh, take themselves out of it, the ego's out of it, and it works. But a year or two later, it, they're back to where they were before they started that new modality. So there's like modality jumping, if you will. How are you able to maintain that equilibrium that, you, that you're on? You know, that's a very good question. And I'm not really sure how to answer it because from where I am now, I'm trying to let consciousness do the work. Like, I'm the vessel through which consciousness does its work. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really know how to answer that. And, you know, again, like, I don't own it. You know, I don't own this work. It's all work done in consciousness, but I'm a willing participant in the work. So I don't, I don't really know, honestly. Um, I, I know I've been working towards this for a long time, and honestly, I'm still not at the point where I was at Unity Village where I was like, yeah, your hand is healed. You know, I do, I do like a, a full-on trying to grab it from all angles and align everything exactly the way that we want. And, but what's interesting about that is that when I align things, when I ask for things to happen exactly as I want them, it always happens exactly as I want it. It is really cool. So it's like um, I, I had a friend that I, I manifested I, I, to help me out with money issues like about probably five years ago. And this is while I was trying to figure out, you know, how to get back to that spot where I was. And um, I wanted a guy who was real, like magnetic to money, who was either gay or married, um, so I didn't want to have a sexual relationship with him, um, but who I adored, who adored me, who was my best friend, who I had something to offer him as, as much as he had something to offer me. And um, like the day after I sort of did this um, manifestation process that I came up with, um, like I could see that now in, in retrospect, um, I could see that that very next day the universe was already on it 
like, to allow me to meet this person who has now been, like, my best friend for seven years. So it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's really cool. I forgot the question, but, um, yeah, it's, it's me. I've been working on this path towards getting to this point, and it's been a progressive, you know, it's been, like, so I'm a triple Capricorn, and if you know anything about Capricorns, they're kind of singularly focused. They start from the bottom of the ocean, and they just kind of work their way up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a triple Capricorn. So I am just like, I have my eye on that beam, and I just work towards it. So um, that's probably some of my you know, personal mojo there. Let me approach it from another another direction. Okay. So right. when you said uh, you saw the universe already starting to act on your behalf, and then there's another school of thought of, oh, it's not happening to me, and then it's because maybe you're peaking too much and you should just allow it to happen. Like how yeah. do you – it sounds like we're splitting hairs, but how do you differentiate the two? So when I actually – the process that I actually created that night that I manifested that guy um, – was now I call it five speed concentration because I was in meditation. I was like, okay, I, I want to manifest this best, this new best friend, and what do I have to do now? 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 And the biggest challenge that people have, including myself, so when when you do this work for other people, it's so much easier than it is when doing it for yourself. So it's sort of like a progression. Like first you learn how to do it for other people because you're not attached to their story, and you can you know you can call in anything for somebody else. But if you're, if you're, if it's yours, if it's something for you, like not that you're attached to your story that you want your story, but you're attached to your story that you believe your story. Um, So um, it's a lot easier to do this kind of work for other people because you're not attached. And what I talk about in the five keys of creation, which honestly is in um, this three-part, it's like a, a chunk of this three-part video series that I have that kind of gives the nuts and bolts of this work. Um, and then, you know, if people want to really learn how to do it, um, they can become involved in, in the community with the support and they get access to me and, you know, all these really amazing people who are, who are like, ready for this kind of work. Um, but anyway, um, so what happens is, like, you – it helps you, what you do is you have to just let it go. And there are different ways that you can do that. And um, like a lot of people use like tapping and EFT, and that's a great way to let things go. So once, so in my five speech conscious creation process, that's in that three-part video series, um, there are five steps to that. And um, a lot of this work is like that five speech conscious creation is sort of moshed into one because now I know how to do it. I know how to work it, and it's just kind of all moshed together. But it's like little um, steps that are, you know, okay, take this step, then take this step, then take this step, then take this step. And the last and final step is to release and let it go. So you, you um, the first step is to get clear on what you want. The second step is to, um, and the way you get clear is you write down, what do I want? So I want um, to be able to live a life of, you know, freedom, of prosperity, and to do the things that make me feel passionate and alive or something like that, you know. Write that down as your vision statement. Then the, the next step is anything in the way of that, like write that down too. Oh, but I have expectations from my spouse or, oh, I've been told that I, you know, have to do this or, oh, I can't do stand-up comedy because I'm an accountant and nobody would ever laugh at me or, you know, whatever those stupid things are that are in the way. You, you write those things down. And um, 
And what I used to do is I would tap through them because, you know, it's easier to be tapping and to get through that stuff. Um, and then I would let go of all of that stuff that I thought was in the way. And then the third step is to feel it in your heart as if it has already happened. Um, and, you know, you, and it's easy if you put your hand on your heart and you can feel it in your heart as if it has already happened. And then the next step is to um, come from a place of gratitude. And honestly, step three and step four, the healing, healing it from your heart as if it had already happened, and the gratitude are really moshed into one. But the gratitude part is really, really important. So I made that its own step. Um, uh, because gratitude is like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so happy and grateful that this amazing person in my life, and I love that we have this great camaraderie and blah, 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 and whatever. And then the last step, which is what people have the most trouble with, is to let it go. You have to let it go. And with me, when I manifested that guy, um, I, it was at like midnight by the time I was done with this process, and I had to, like, I, I had work at, like, I don't know, 8 a.m. the next morning or something like that, or maybe even 6, but I don't, I don't remember. But um, I had to get to bed. So I knew that I had to release and let it go. So I tapped through the whole thing, and I let it go, and I was able to sleep soundly. And then the next day, I had a friend who was trying to help me with a network marketing business who um, wanted to meet with me. And I was like, and something inside of me said, tell her that you need somebody else to help you. So I was like, Nancy, I really appreciate all that you're doing for me, but I really need somebody who's going to make money from helping me to help me. And can you introduce me to somebody that can do that, um, somebody in my upline? Because she was in my upline, but she was sort of a little far removed, so she wasn't making any money for me. And um, she introduced me to this guy, and I didn't realize it at the time. But um, So I texted him a couple times, and he texted me. And he was in, he was like 22-hour drive away or something like that. So, you know, he's pretty far and um, so it's not like, you know, he's in my hometown. He's married and has kids and happily married. And um, so she introduced me to this guy. And um, I could see that the very next day when she gave me his, you know, phone number to text him that he was, he was the guy because what happened was, so he's um, like a nationally ranked network marketer. And he at the time, I think he's making more now, but at the time he was making like 40 grand a month just really um, doing the thing that he loves, uh, which was this network marketing business. And he would just talk to people and, you know, say, hey, do you want to save any money on your electric bill? And people would be like, yeah. So he would, you know, help them. Uh, he would get them signed up with this, this company. And um, he, like I, I, what happened was I, I called him one day instead of texting, I just called him. And he was like, oh, hold on a second. And he sat up. And I didn't realize that that was significant at the time because in my manifestation process, I wanted to be as valuable to this person as he was to me. And um, I didn't realize that it was significant that he sat up because a couple of years prior, he had had a, a heart attack and uh, quadruple bypass surgery or something like that. And uh, when your body goes through that kind of shock of being open like that, you go through um, panic attacks. Like people have panic attacks, and the panic attacks, and that is what kills you. So you have a five-year uh, life expectancy after that. And, um, and a lot of people, because of the stress that their bodies go through, don't make it. And so at that point when he sat up, he said that once he heard my voice, he started to feel better. It was like there was something about my voice that made him start to feel better. And then, like, 
two or three months later, and I had never seen this guy before. Like, I had been in this network marketing business for, like, six months or something. I had never seen him before, didn't know who he was, didn't know what he looked like, didn't even know he existed. And um, he came to the area, to my area because most of his team was there, and there was a big, um, like, simulcast. And I rode with him to the simulcast, and um, he was, like, a, you know, a, a big schmo there. And um, so we really hit it off and then we went we went back um home and uh we went out and sang karaoke that night and we really hit it off he's like my best friend but he would have panic attacks in the car as we were driving and naturally what carrie would do is i would put my hand on each side of his chest while he was having this panic attack like he'd pull over i'd just do my my natural thing was which was to give him reiki and he went from having hour and a half long panic attacks when he got there to like, you know, two or three minutes when uh, he left, when he went back home. So um, I didn't realize it, but that's exactly what I asked for. And he, like, we would be walking around Dick's Sporting Goods, and his phone would go, ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. It would happen like 20 times in an hour. And I was like, why did your phone always do that? And he's, oh, every time my phone dings, it's $180. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. So, you know, while we're walking around Dick's, he made 3500 bucks. you know. So um, that was exactly what I asked for. And he's helped me with the mind, you know, he helped me with that, that financial mindset. And he was exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, um, so I let go. So to answer your question, I was able to let go and just sort of follow the natural like what felt natural and, and right to me. And just, you know, if my intuition was giving me a nudge, hey, Nancy, put me in touch with somebody else, that's what I did. You know, and I just, you know, but you have to let go because if you're always like, where is it, where is it, where is it, then it, it can't show up. You, you're not allowing the universe to do its job and you're actually blocking it because while you're in that state of panic, where is it, um, you're telling the universe, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. So that's where, that's where that line is. Very nice. Very nice. And go ahead, David. I'm sure you're chomping at the bit. Man, I'm enjoying. I'm just enjoying listening to her, everything she's saying. Um, I don't even know where to start. I got like a million questions. So, what? <laughs> uh, let me ask you this: Have you heard of and/or read a book called The Way of Mastery? No. No. Okay. I'm currently reading that book, and a lot of what you're talking about and everything you're saying is kind of like right out of this book. I'm like, wow, this sounds a lot like... um, Maybe. uh, Well, you know, I did in another form. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I guess the updated version, because that's a rather old book. Tell her a little bit more about the book, David. Well, it's it came out, I think, in... uh, the 90s and the Chanteau Christie, I think I told you about it, uh, Hamza, the Chanteau Christie uh, Foundation is the one that put it out. And it's, well, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, it just talks a lot about, you know, everything that you're kind of talking about, it, it, it comes from that angle. And you, you know, you're, you, you, you're the one. And, you're you're the source, and you're one. You know, talks about your you're right there with the creator. That's that's kind of your essence, and some of the things you've talked about in regards to creating, it's 
kind of spot on the things that it says and what you're talking about. So that's why I was like, man, I wonder if she's read this book. Not that she got it from that book, but it's just if you were just familiar with it. So that's why I, nope. that's why I brought it up. Nope. Yeah. Hey, I just have a little announcement. That uh, that appointment that I had just canceled, so we're good. Oh, perfect. Okay, because I was yeah about to put the cap on it. Excellent. Well, cool. I guess the newer version is uh, for movies. I'm a big movie guy. Have you ever seen Yes Man with Jim Carrey? No, I haven't. I have. I ha- I've watched like the Truman. Um, like I know a lot of people think that Jim Carrey is like a wackadoodle nowadays, but whatever. Um, I still I like his. I hate his like Dumb and Dumber, but I like his like you know Truman Show and stuff like that. And I you know. I can appreciate Jim Carrey a little bit more now that he's kind of getting older. Now that other people think that he's weird, now I like him. So. Right. <laughs> right. Like you said, it's always the opposite of what you see. So you're yeah. <laughs> obviously gravitating towards that. And the movie, not to give it away, it was, it was he was a man that said no to everything, you know, like you said, for whatever reason. And then he, I think he was given, it was actually the movie was written from uh the perspective of a, someone in the UK, they had written a book and then Hollywood brought the rights. But it was like, just take 30 days and say yes to every opportunity that comes to you. And his life was forever transformed. It's, it's, it's kind of kooky because it's Jim Carrey, but it was still enjoyable in my opinion. Oh, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll try and I'll check it out. Yeah. So when you talk about, uh, when you talk about consciousness and controlling consciousness or commanding consciousness, and this is a, this is a very personality question, I just, uh, my familiarization with the word consciousness is access consciousness, and I was wondering if people from access consciousness have reached out to you, are there any synergies, or do you, you know, actually... I they may have, I don't really know, because I, don't, I am not an access consciousness person. Um, so people have asked me that, oh, is this similar to access consciousness? I really have no idea. Um, I have no clue. I'm assuming there are some similarities, but I really do not know, um, Mm -hmm. because I kind of, you know, march to the beat of my own drum. Um, Mm -hmm. and access consciousness to me, it sounds like, and I don't know if it is, um, what is that? Shoot, it's kind of escaping me now. Landmark. It sounds like landmark to me, mm-hmm. but it could be completely different. I have no idea. Yeah, it's a little different, and that's a topic for another conversation. We really want to focus on Carrie. So <laughs> I just thought I'd ask you that quick question about that. So Yeah, no, don't know. So have you also found, like, with you, you're keeping your vibration up, but you're working with groups, and sometimes, I mean – People have reported the spontaneous physical healing, the financial windfalls and such. Has Have they been able to, just being around you or being a part of your, your consciousness classes and such, that they're able to maintain that? Or do they see that as a one-trick pony and it can only happen when you're around? Well, we have, we have a um, – in, in the program that I have, we have a Facebook group where um, people can, you know, maintain – connection with that community. Um, so, and honestly, the, the program that I teach is 12 weeks, and it's really pretty intense. So it's like a year-long thing crammed into 12 weeks. And, you know, if people want to take a year to, to do it, they can, but, you know, it's released in weekly modules. So, um, and what we do in, that, in the program, and, and this is not the three, uh, uh, three-part video series. Um, so the three 
six-part video series is free, and it kind of gives you all of actually really what I'm giving you in this call, which is really pretty much everything that I can possibly give that I know, um, but I can't give you hours of me, you know, helping to maintain this consciousness and, and course correcting for you. However, um, people will can be part of the group. And honestly, I in the program that I do, I make it experiential. So I basically force people, well, I mean, if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it, but why are they paying me money? Um, I basically tell people, okay, your homework for, for this week is to take what you've learned. And this starts at about, I think it starts at about week five or week six. Um, you know, now your assignment for the week is to go out and try this on somebody else to get people used to doing it themselves so that they can actually, um, you know, start claiming their power. Because most of our teachers, most of our teachers, like Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, you know, uh, Esther Hicks, all these people tell you this is what you have to do. And they don't demonstrate. Like Esther Hicks will channel, you know, um, but she doesn't teach other people how to do it, and she doesn't uh, access that consciousness for other people and change their lives for them. And what I love about this work is that somebody can be like, holy crap, my life is falling apart, my, my wife left me, my, I haven't seen my kids in two years, my dog died, my mother has breast cancer, you know, yada, yada, yada. I lost my job last week. You know, all of this crap, and it's just, like, so overwhelming. And then I can come in, and I can do a consciousness alignment, and they'll come back to me next week and say, hey, you know what? I got a new job, and I'm being paid 10 grand more than I was before. You know, or something, or they'll be able to, to um, calm down to allow for life to happen to them. And, you know, and that, I feel like that's what a, a huge part is, that when – People hear me, like they want these things, and I, I do, I, I ask, and I'll do, I'll be happy to do a consciousness alignment, because now that we have unlimited time on this call, um, I'll be happy to do a consciousness alignment for your audience, for you guys, whatever, um, because that's, you know, that's free. You know, I, I do that, and I help people to get out of their crap so that, you know, they can start claiming their power, because if you're, you know, if you're buried in a pile of crap, it's really hard to see the light. You know, sure, um, sure. so, you know, that, that I'll do, but it's, um, I forgot my point, but like I'll, I'll help people and I do it from the higher level, the higher consciousness level. So you'll be just living your life and I'll be like, wow, you know, this woman of my dreams basically almost landed right in my bed because <laughs> I, you know, I, I knew her from work and we, we, you know, I just felt like asked her if she wanted to go out for to have coffee or a drink or dinner or whatever. And then, you know, it turns out that we have so many things in common that I never would have known of before. And holy crap, the woman of my dreams was, was, you know, working 50 feet from me for the last five years, and I never would have known it, and I never would have been open to it if I hadn't been, you know, in this state of being. And, I, you know, so it's really awesome and cool to see how these things happen. And, yes. So my, my students tell me, so once my students start doing this work and I start forcing them to do consciousness alignment, um, then they report, they're like, wow, Carrie, you know, I, I started doing this and I start opening my morning with, 
you know, a consciousness alignment, and I will align my day, and I will align this, and I will align that, and, you know, I'm working with my clients, and my clients are seeing good results, and my family members are seeing good results. Oh, and do you remember that my dad was was really um, having a hard time, and they thought they were going to have to amputate his leg? Well, guess what? That's getting better, and I helped him with that. And, you know, all of this stuff, like these people are coming back and saying, holy crap, you know, you're showing me how to do this three months ago. I never would have been able to do this. Would have even known that it was even a possibility that I could do this. And I am affecting positive change in people's lives, and it is happening rapidly. So, you know, it, yes, 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 yes. So, um, so no, it's not like a one-shot pony and, like, boom, you're back to where you were before. It's that, you know, the, the, the level, the vibration of people that um, join – me and and I think I, I tend to bring out the good in people. I think I tend to force people to sort of level up their game because I am. You can probably tell I'm kind of a no BS kind of girl, um, and you know I I and I, I'm loving and I, I'm I'm compassionate, but also at the same time I'm not an enabler. So like if somebody's like, well, you know, I really don't want to do it. I would prefer that you do it for me. And I'm like, well, no, this is all about you learning to claim your power. So I appreciate that you would like me to do it for you. I will do one at the end, you know, at the end of our call, like on our group calls. But, you know, you don't have to go first, but you do have to do it. Um, so I kind of push people to the edge of their um, comfort zone, which is a good thing. Because, you know, it's a secure environment. You're just on a phone call with people. And um, the, the people that I ask them to, to help out, you know, are people that they love and are people who they can actually help and are people who know that they're on a, a learning process and a growth curve and are willing to help them in that. So um, I push them beyond where they're comfortable, and then at the same time, they see how, they start to claim and they start to see how powerful they truly are. And in that, you know, other people see, wow, you know, you know, Mary is, is – you should see the, the changes that are going on in her life and how she's helped me. And it kind of, you know, it, it kind of, it snowballs. You know, like as you affect somebody, um, they affect people and so on and so forth. And I think by sort of um, forcing my uh, students to go out and practice, it empowers them and then it empowers the people in their lives as well. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the podcast, you had mentioned Course of Miracles, and you kind of sprinkled in some miracles that has been happening, and they seem to be more frequent now just because you're in that vibration. Has there been one miracle or example that you're like, I'm used to experiencing a lot of examples, either through myself or my colleagues or friends, but this one takes the cake? Well, honestly, a lot of them do take the cake. So, like, the healing of the hand was big for me. The, the book being a number one bestseller was big for me. That that relationship with my uh, friend's daughter, you know, like that job landing in her lap exactly the way that I asked for it, that was, that was big. Um, personally, so like I said previously, it's easier to seemingly call in um, things for other people than it is myself. However, um, and you have, uh, you have had uh, contact with uh, my marketing manager. So with her, um, I called her in and like, I don't know, it was like less than two weeks later that she contacted me, but for you know, I hadn't gotten clear on what I really wanted as far as somebody to help me. So I keep, you know, one of the recurring patterns that I seem to have wanted to pull back, and then I, 
whenever I course correct on this, really great things always happen. So this work, you know, I've been working on building this for a while, and I've been in the uh, personal, um, like, self-help, you know, personal development field for a long time, since, like, 1998. And um, But when I called in my marketing manager, I I was like, all right, what am I, what am I really looking for? Because I thought that I wanted a guy, you know, like a guy who was, like, my twin flame, blah, 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 you know, who would, was a businessman and would be able to help me. And then I was like, you know, I don't think I want that because if I have a guy in my life who's a businessman, he's going to have his own ideas on how I should run my life and run my business and, you know, how I should do my work. And, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm really aligned with that. I'm not really down with that. So once I got clear, and, again, that's the first, that's the first step in, like, the 5 piece concentration process, which, and by the way, if, if people are not even interested in taking the program, watch the three-part video series. Go to divinewithin.com forward slash video series, and that's all free. So, um, yeah, uh, divinewithin.com forward slash video series. And, but uh, so when um, I called her in, uh, I, I was like, because I have a pretty big LinkedIn, um, you know, I'm, I have a pretty big LinkedIn base. And I thought that it would be through LinkedIn, but I didn't specifically say that, but it was kind of an idea that I had. And I was like, you know, I want somebody who's going to find my work, believe in my work, believe in me, see that it's special, and um, who will help me get my work out in a big way. But I uh, want them to uh, – be paid based on results. And mm-hmm. I want them to be uh, somebody who I can really work with, who, I can turn, who can be my business partner, not just somebody who's, who's working you know, for me. And um, I, I put that out there. And I had, you know, honestly, I've been looking for like a manager for a long time. You know, I was like, I want a manager, but I was unclear on what I, how I wanted that manager to be. But I didn't know that I was unclear until I got clear on that I was unclear, if that makes any sense to you. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I got clear on what I wanted, she, she just swooped in. And, mm-hmm. you know, the universe aligned for me to have the money. So she required a retainer. So half of it was in retainer, and then the other half comes in uh, results, which is great um, because, you know, then that showed that I was committed to her and then she was committed to me for the other half. Um, and she's amazing. She's amazing. So she does amazing graphics. She's very thorough. She does outreach. She, you know, responds as me in my social media. Um, and, you know, while, you know, while I'm, you know, trying to move into doing this, you know, like full, full on and doing the, the things that I like to do, like, you know, doing things like this, doing the calls like this, engaging with people on Facebook and, and all of that. And, and, you know, I, like I said previously, I had been doing, you know, websites before and, you know, audio editing and, you know, I had done my own um, you know, social media and all that. So I know how to do all that, but it takes me away from my passion. You know, it takes me away from the things that I, I love doing. So honestly, for me, uh, my marketing manager, like, landing in my life exactly the way that I asked her to, because I, I wanted, you know, whoever approached me to be like, Carrie, you know, your work is really powerful. Can I help you? And mm-hmm. she, that's exactly how she came in. But at first I didn't trust that it was her, so I was pretty snarky. I was, like, salty with her, and I was like, well, yeah, I do need help, but I don't want to – I have no interest in buying somebody's blueprint, you know. And she was like, oh, no, 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 that's not how we work. I'm sorry if my, um, you know, if my branding came across that way, but, no, we're done for you. 
you know, we're, we're done for you. And then, you know, um, she said, I'll bring in this amount of money within this amount of time, and here's our contract. And it's a very thorough contract, you know. So it's, it's awesome. So that, for me, was is something that's like, wow, you know, that is freaking amazing. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, with my own personal stories, it, it hits closer to home because I know them so much more intimately, like all those other stories that I told. Um, but, you know, people tell me all the time. They're like, Carrie, when I met you, I was struggling. You know, and I, I couldn't freaking, I couldn't figure out how I was going to pay my mortgage, and I couldn't figure out this, and I wanted my work to start growing, and I wanted to do this, and I wanted to do that. And then, you know, after a month and a half of working with you, I got more, you know, invitations to, you know, lead retreats than I can possibly, you know, than I ever imagined that I would. Or, you know, I have more clients coming in than I ever thought that I would. Or, yeah. holy crap, my relationship with my husband is healed. Or, you know, my relationship with my kids are healed. Or, you know, whatever, that, that job that I was hoping to get, you know what, that didn't happen, but something even better happened. So, yeah. That's great. So I like to be a little selfish here, and I want to give a shout-out to my twin sister. Uh, She lives in Spain, and we had a family reunion over the weekend in Jersey. And so we did a little FaceTime with everybody there and because she wasn't there. And being the twin brother and the silly twin brother, I thought I can break dance like I did in my early days. And today I'm I'm wearing crutches and I have a big eggplant on my foot. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I'm a good manifester, but I'm like, I want this to go away. And I was, like, really triggered by the lady with the hand splint and how it went away overnight. So if if that could be a segue for a little sample for our audience, that would be great. Okay. And so... Um, see, normally when I'm doing this, I'm trying to find a metaphysical reason for that, whatever it is. So, um, are you feeling crippled? Yep. Okay. I'm just writing. Feeling crippled, and, um, are you feeling foolish? Foolish, yes. Okay. Okay. And are you feeling your mortality? Yeah, for the first time ever. Okay. All right. Probably good enough. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, first of all, I'm going to give you instructions on how to receive this because it's all about receiving. There's no doing for you. Mm -hmm. You just need to receive. So what you want to do is you want to listen to my every word. Um, so you want to be mindful, and I know you're not driving a car or anything, so that's a good thing. So anybody else who's listening who may have a physical ailment that um, you would like to also have um, alleviated, uh, this can help you as well. Um, and it can help anybody else as well, too. So any of the things that I mentioned within this consciousness alignment will apply to anyone. Um, and then we can do another one for you know something else afterwards if you'd like. Um, and also, you want to, as I'm speaking, you want to say yes to yourself. So you can either do that out loud or you can do it silently to yourself. And the reason that you say yes is just so that you know that you're open. Because um, a lot of people are like, am I open? I don't know if I'm open. Am I open? So as I'm speaking, you just want to say yes um, to allow consciousness to work on your behalf. 
And um, <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> Thank you, divine consciousness that lives in through and as me, and is both the voice that speaks and is the ear that hears. And especially, thank you for aligning Hamza with being having free mobility in his body. And thank you for releasing him across all time, space, dimension, and reality from any feelings that he is crippled in any way in his life, whether it's physically whether it's financially, whether it's romantically, whether it's emotionally, regardless of what that is, that crippling that he may feel in his life, thank you for releasing him from that across all time, space, dimension, and reality, every level of consciousness, every strand of DNA, every vibrating molecule, and every spinning atom. Thank you for realigning Hamza to have a new perspective on life, a new freedom of where he feels free and mobile in his entire life through his physical being, through his emotional being, through his relationships, through his money, in all aspects of his life, even parts that I don't even know of to ask for. Thank you for imprinting him with a new consciousness now that allows him to feel free, like he's freely mobile in his, the entirety of his life now, across all time, space, dimension, and reality now. That is something even better. That is something even better now. And thank you for releasing from him any self-doubt that he has, any sense of foolishness, anything that has been in the way of him being able to freely move in his life and be at peace with himself. So thank you for releasing him from that across all time, space, dimension, and reality, in his physical body, and his etheric body, in every vibrating molecule, every strand of DNA, every, thank you for rewiring his neural pathways and neuroreceptors, and thank you for realigning him down his mother's side of the family and the father's side of the family from any sense of being crippled or immobile and any sense of foolishness or self-doubt or insecurity that going down his mother's side of the family and his father's side of the family, going back 10,000 generations. Thank you for releasing his entire family lineage from any of these thoughts, any of these doubts, any of these feelings of, of unworthiness or doubt or blame or foolishness or feeling crippled in their life in any way. And thank you for creating a new consciousness within Hamza that he has inherited from 10,000 generations of family lineage, which allows him to experience a new consciousness that is freely mobile, freely true to himself, where he can do the things that he desires without feeling foolish and without having all these constraints in the way. Thank you, it is already done. Thank you, it is already done now. Thank you for releasing him from his story across all time, space, dimension, and reality, and any attachments to his story that he has across all time, space, dimension, and reality as it relates to his life here on planet Earth and, and anything that he perceives is limiting him in any way, including his mortality. So thank you for releasing him from any thoughts that he is mortal in any way. Thank you, it is already done. Thank you, it is already done now across all time, space, dimension, and reality. Anyone who's listening to this consciousness alignment, also thank you for aligning them with all of these things now. Any self-doubt that they have, any feelings in their lives where they may feel crippled or constrained in any way or confined, thank you for releasing them across all time, space, dimension, and reality, including their mortality. Thank you for opening this person to a new realization that they are life. Life lives through them and life does not die. Life does not die. Life lives. Life lives on and on and on. And thank you for creating a new consciousness within Hamza and within the people who are listening to this consciousness alignment now to know that they are life. They are life. 
Life moves into an asm, and consciousness moves into an asm, and there is there are no limits to who they are because they are one with all. They are one with all, and in that perspective, and in that knowing, and in that alignment with knowing that they are one with all, they are not separate or apart from anything. They do not need to attract anything into their lives because they are already it, and all they need to do is say yes, say yes, yes, yes to allowing it to come in. Thank you for allowing full abundance. Thank you for allowing full freedom of motion. Thank you for allowing fulfilling relationships. Thank you for allowing freedom of occupation and freedom to do the things in their lives that they want to do. Thank you for this full freedom of movement in their lives in any direction that they want to go, any direction that they want to go across all time, space, dimension, and reality. And thank you for taking this new consciousness, going down the mother's side of the family and the father's side of the family, going back 10,000 generations that allows them to experience this and to inherit this new consciousness from 10,000 generations of family lineage. And thank you for allowing them to pass this on now and forevermore through the entirety of their entire family lineage, now and forevermore, now and forevermore, and for the rest of their lives. Thank you, it is already done. Thank you, it is already done now. Thank you, it is already done now. That is something even better. That is something even better. Thank you, it is already done. And so it is. Okay, take a deep breath. And push it all out. And take another deep breath. And push it all out. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, welcome. Are you feeling I'm anything? It was so, I know I have so much company right now. Oh, my goodness. It was just the room lit up. Oh, really? Yes, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I was gonna ask you for one too, uh, Carrie, but I yeah, think I might have got enough. <laughs> well, I recently moved here to Colorado, and um, I had a lot of intentions m- moving here and what I was gonna do, and and everything has been falling into place like just miraculously, and so there's a few more steps to go, but um. I guess uh, just a, con- a continuance of all the miracles and, and everything falling into place like it has been. It's just been fantastic. Okay. Is it David or Davis? Uh, David. Okay. It is David. Okay. Yeah. Davis. Okay. Um, continuance of amazingness. Yes. That's a perfect way to say it. <laughs> continuance of amazingness. Okay, and I'll, I'll align that for everybody else. And, you know, I forgot okay. to actually use the word healing in there, so I'll, I'll kind of do that again, like, um, for you, Hamza, I'll just kind of mention that in here as well, for anyone that is requ- in requiring or desiring of healing as well, because um, I did everything else but that one word. So, um, all right. Thank you, divine consciousness that lives into an asmin. There's both the, the voice that speaks and the ear that hears, and there's this very present moment of now. Thank you for creating within David's life a, a continuance, a continuance of this, this unfoldment of these amazing synchronicities and miracles and this amazingness that is going on in his life now. Thank you, it is already done. Thank you for continuing on this path. Um, just this miraculous unfoldment of all these good, juicy, awesome, fulfilling, joyful experiences that he's having 
him and everyone who's hearing my voice now. Thank you, it is already done. Thank you, it is already done now. And for those who are not experiencing something like that and who are wanting that, thank you for releasing, uncreating, and transmuting all of anything that's in the way of that across all time, space, dimension, and reality now. Across all time, space, dimension, and reality now. Thank you, it's already done. Thank you, it's already done. And so it is. And thank you for also creating for Hansa and anyone else who's listening to my voice and listening to this call, a feeling in their body for wherever it is that they're thinking about now, whatever feeling they're thinking about now in their body. Basically, it's already done across all time, space, dimension, and reality. And every vibrating molecule, every spinning atom, every strand of DNA, thank you for rewiring the neural pathways and neural receptors so that this healing has already taken place, has already taken place, has already taken place now. Whatever that healing is, thank you, it is already done. And thank you for continuing these miraculous events in the lives of these people who are hearing my voice now so that amazingness and just awesomeness just keeps unfolding in their lives beyond their expectations, beyond their dreams. Thank you, it is already done. Thank you, it is already done now across all time, space, dimension, and reality. And thank you for imprinting this person with a consciousness of knowing that they are fully connected fully connected, not only connected, they are the universe. The universe is living through them and is enjoying life as them through their eyes and ears and experience. And the universe is taking pleasure and delight in bringing them everything they desire. And, they, and as it does, they are saying yes to all the, the beauty and the joy and the fulfillment that life is offering now. They're saying yes now. They're saying yes now. And they're allowing it in. They're receiving. Thank you. It is already done. Thank you, it is already done now. Thank you, it is already done now. And so it is. Okay, take a deep breath. And push it all out. And take another deep breath. And push it all out. Are you guys feeling ungrounded? Do you want me to do a grounding or um, are you good? I'm totally grounded. Okay. Yeah, that's totally let's, down too. Let's leave it for the people. I think this is a perfect time to once again highlight your site to for people to sign up for your classes, any speaking engagements, how they can get in touch with you, all the above. Okay. So um, actually to find – so if you go on my website and you sign up for the three-part video series, um, and I think it's, it's divinewithin.com forward slash video series. Um, that will give you the three-part video series, which kind of gives you the they're, – they're each 15-minute videos that kind of tell you how the mechanics of how I do this, um, which is really kind of cool. And then there's bonus materials with all of that. Um, and then when that is, you know, at the bottom of that page, there's a little button that says um, check out the master class or something like that. And um, the master class actually tells you about the um, – the program that I'm doing. And that starts next week. We're dropping the first video module on um, June 3rd, which is the first Monday in June. And uh, we're only, we only release this once every few months, or at least right now we're only releasing it once every few months. And um, so this won't be offered again for another few months. And when you do that, um, so the, the, the program, the 12-week program, we have, um, so it's 12 weeks of video modules. It's 12 weeks of um, peer group support, you know, like you, you'd be uh, linked up with a peer. Um, it's also 12 weeks of uh, group support, like in, in the call, in my group call. So you can, um, you know, talk to me. 
You also, um, depending upon the like how you decide to join, you'll either get one call with me, or if you decide to, um, I think do the whole payment at once, like to do you know just do the whole class at once. Um, I think you get two extra calls with me. And um, when people you know just decide to join, um, you can either do. If you have questions, you can schedule a call with me, and I believe that's divinewithin.com forward slash call, C-A-L-L, um, if you have questions. Um, and you can, uh, I think depending upon the level that you decide to join, you can either get two extra bonus calls with me, and then you also get access to the um, six-month access to the Manifesting Miracles Consciousness Library. Um, so, you know, you can have that. Um, as well as the Awakened Life Expo. Uh, so there's like all of that really cool stuff, um, but all you need to do to, to even start that going is to sign up for the three-part video series at divinewithin.com forward slash video series. And if you can't remember that, just go to divinewithin.com from the front page, and you'll be sent an email asking you if you'd like to participate in the video series along the way there somewhere anyway. Um, but if you would like to be trained in this, um, it is trainable. It's not as big of a deal as a lot of people make it out to be. Um, it's just a tiny shift in perspective, but it needs to be learned. Um, you know, it is very doable, and there are really amazing people that you can connect with and have lifelong relationships with, uh, you know, in the program and learning how to do this work. And in keeping with the, the perspective for folks that are listening to this live, well, the live calls is May 22nd, and then the first class starts June 3rd. So procrastination is not your friend. Jump on right. it, folks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, you've just been tuned to another episode of Intrinsic Motivation from a Homie's Perspective. This is Hamza. And I am David. And I can't wait to tell you about my miraculous recovery with my my. <laughs> my leg and all the other good news after uh, learning about what you had to offer it was definitely a pleasure speaking with you yes thank you so much it's a pleasure being here yeah thank you let's yeah, stay in touch absolutely. <laughs> absolutely all right enjoy your evening Carrie you too Carrie. thank you so very much David thank you Hamza thank you thank you, right. thank you. cheers